if you're like most people, you probably are a little bit confused about what's the right way to eat for yourself, for your body, and how to take care of your body in the way that's most efficient and effective. So we're going to talk about that today in this podcast episode. This is the Jill Cruz podcast, and this is Jill Cruz. And today I'm flying solo and uh, sharing with you some of really the wisdom that I've accumulated over about 11, 12 years of working as a nutritionist. You know what? It's funny because it's actually quite simple. (laughs) It's not as hard as we make it all out to seem to be. So the thing that prompted me to talk about this is I'm reading yet another book about dietary dogma. And, you know, there's a lot of good information in the book and, and definitely providing me some interesting perspectives around lab testing and metabolic syndrome and all of that. I'm not going to say the name of the book because I don't want to bad talk anybody. And I, it's not really bad talk. It's, just, it's, it's more a general impression of the entire world of dieting, like weight loss, but also just overall healthy living and healthy aging and all of that stuff what is happening is that we are inundated with dogma and we are essentially trained to think that, you know, we can't do it ourselves, that we have to find some magical elixir that's out there and it's got to be complicated. And that's simply not true. Now, look, I'm not going to try to talk myself out of a job here. I think people do need guidance with nutrition and, you know, other lifestyle factors like fitness and sleep and all of that. And and we help people with that. But we try to keep it really simple. The book that I'm just about to finish writing is really based on two very simple concepts. So you really don't have to go and learn, you know, 55 rules. And, and in this book, you know, he's got a list, this long list of things that you should not eat. And it's very authoritarian, like, no, you can't have this. And no, you can't have that. And, you know, be careful, don't eat too many carrots. <laughs> Whenever anybody says, you know, be careful, don't to eat too many carrots, I immediately get my hackles up. Like, what the hell? What the heck, man? Carrots? Can you? Can we just leave carrots alone for a second? So, but the thing is, I want you to learn this because it's it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be this thing that involves, you know, magical plant foods from uh, the Amazon that are, you know, packaged up and you have to spend $80 a month or this long complicated list of do's and don'ts and, you know, do you can at this time, but you can at that time. And it doesn't have to be that complicated for the vast majority of people. Of course, there are always exceptions, right? We're always going to have people who have very complex conditions, have a bunch of food allergies. So yeah, I mean, if that's the situation with you, then maybe you do have to be careful. But before you even, because the thing is, what happens is people read this book and they think, okay, well, I can't eat carrots and I can't eat bananas and I can't, I can only have, he recommends that you only eat meat or fish or seafood twice a week twice a week. That's crazy. I mean, if that's your jam and that's how your body feels good, great. But don't tell everybody to do that. It's it's irresponsible. Um, So people read this book, right? And and the average American, it's probably not you who's listening, but the average American is eating a lot of processed foods. 
eating a lot of convenient foods and not necessarily cooking and also not eating enough uh, whole foods or, or, you know, fresh fruit and vegetables, right? So they come and they, and they listen to this book and they go, oh, well, you know, I just have to cut out these 85 foods and then I'm going to be healthy. And yeah, you know, this book emphasizes that people eat um, whole foods and eat more vegetables and fruits, but why does it have to be so complicated? It doesn't. Like, stop trying to make it complicated and start with the basics. It can be so simple for you. I promise it doesn't have to be that complicated. And I'm going to give you my disclaimer right now. The uh, information that I'm going to give you right now is for educational purposes only. It's for general education. This is not a specific recommendation for you, Amy or Mary um, or Donna, who's listening to this podcast. This is general. You must always go by the recommendations made by, you know, a medical doctor or a health professional or a nutritionist, somebody that you're working with, right? Like general information should never supersede personalized information that you've received, okay? So please, please, please just take this as information and then you can um, consult with a healthcare professional before you make any changes, right? But this stuff is pretty basic and it really applies to almost everybody. So I think you could run with it, but, but make sure you check with your doctor just in case, right? Especially if you're on medications or anything. And I'm telling you, this stuff is going to be so basic. You're going to be like, why is she even giving a disclaimer? But I am because... Everybody has their personal situation, may have different health conditions or whatever it is. But the, my recommendation to you is to put away all the fancy diet and, and crazy uh, complex programs that are out there. Just put them away for like a while, for six months, okay? And just eat whole foods. Just that, that's, that's all I'm going to say. Just eat whole foods. And I know that's easier said than done because processed foods are so ubiquitous and so convenient. But instead of trying to do some fancy, complicated diet, why don't you just do something that's so basic, that's so obvious that, you know, we have been around for, well, I guess it depends on who you're talking to or listening to, but let's just say 50,000, 80,000 years, okay? And, you know, our ancestors were around for a long, long time before that. And guess what we were eating up until about 100 years ago? Whole foods, right? We didn't have all of these highly processed, ultra-processed foods that are filled with all kinds of preservatives and bad oils and crazy. Uh, this, in this book, he lists um, sugars and the aliases that sugars go by. I mean, it was like 30, or I don't know, 30, I didn't count, 30 or 40 things. So sugar is in everything and it's, it's, it's sometimes disguised like if it ends in dextrin or malt, then it's a sugar and we don't know that, right? So, but if you just stay away from processed foods, you don't have to worry about that, right? Same thing with crappy, process, highly refined processed oils like canola oil, soybean oil, so-called vegetable oil, which doesn't come from vegetables usually, right? Um, from soybeans or cottonseed or corn, if you just eat whole foods, you're automatically removing yourself from the, all of those food groups. Like that, you don't have to worry about that stuff. So you can you see how if you just eat whole foods, you're making things a lot more simple for yourself. So when you go to the grocery store, first of all, I'm sure you've heard the one about how if you, if you shop in the periphery of the supermarket, 
you're probably going to see mostly whole foods, right? So if I think about my local supermarket, I walk in and I see the fruit and vegetables, the produce section. You know, 95% of the stuff in that section is all whole foods. Easy to know, right? And then I keep walking and I see the cheese section, which has all these wonderful, like, aged, you know, cheeses and stuff from like France and they're made from raw milk and stuff, not highly processed cheeses. That's relatively whole food, right? And then I keep going and I see the seafood monger and then I see the butcher and then there's the bakery, which the bakery is questionable, but <laughs> in the in the seafood and meat section, I could grab a whole chicken, right? Or I can uh, grab chicken legs or I could get some steak or some pork tenderloin. Like most of the stuff there is not processed, right? I can, I can grab a whole fish or some salmon steaks or something like that. So you see what I'm saying? Like there are no labels. Ingredients are what you see right there. Those are whole foods. And then we have nuts and seeds. Just buy a bag of nuts or seeds. It, it only has one ingredient. It should only have one ingredient, even if it has some salt. Okay, whatever. It's, it's less processed than nut butter, for example. I'm not saying nut butter is highly processed, but it is more processed, right? The other food groups that we can think about are legumes, which is like beans and chickpeas and stuff like that. Just grab a bag, soak it overnight, and cook it up. If you don't have time, use the canned version that doesn't have any added ingredients. Yes, it's sort of processed, but it's not, it's not ultra-processed. Okay, so we've talked about fruit, vegetables, seafood, meat, nuts and seeds, uh, legumes. We could talk about grains. The grains are tough because most of the grains that we encounter in the supermarket are highly, highly processed. And if you're at a health food store even, they're going to market it like it's a health food, right? So, oh, we have whole grain cereal and we have flaxseed infused granola bars, we have chips that are made with avocado oil. Dude, they're all still all highly processed, okay? So stop trying to pull one over on us. And that's what they're trying to do to make these highly processed foods seem like they're healthy, but they're not. Go to the other section next to the beans where you see the bags of lentils and you're going to see bags of quinoa. You're going to see bags of black rice, forbidden rice, which is one of my favorite grains in the world. You see bags of buckwheat or millet those are whole grains. You bring them home, you boil them, you cook them. Maybe you grind them up and make some bread if you're really <laughs> industrious. But for the most part, you're just going to cook it, right? Oatmeal, quinoa, brown rice or black rice. That's how we should be consuming grains in our modern day culture. If it is in a box or a bag and it has a long list of ingredients, it's highly processed and stay away from it. This is not rocket science. Let's see. So we did fruits and vegetables. We did seafood, meat, nuts and seeds, legumes, whole grains. I think I got everything there. Uh, actually, yes. There's eggs, which is one of the most easily identifiable whole foods, right? I mean, it's literally hasn't really been processed at all. It's been washed and put in a box. You go home, you cook those eggs and have those eggs with a bowl of fruit some, a bowl of blueberries or raspberries, um, you know, make an omelet with some arugula and cherry tomatoes. It's all whole foods, right? Got some butter in there. You don't have some industrial processed oil. Just use butter a little bit. You don't need a lot. And now you have a whole foods breakfast. 
And then at lunch, you got your meat, you got your vegetables, you got your quinoa. Maybe you put some lentils in there that you made, some lentil soup. Lunch and dinner, same thing. Fish, more vegetables, right? You, and there's so much variety in Whole Foods. There's so much variety. Go to the supermarket, step back for a moment, and just look at the variety. All of that is Whole Foods. Wonderful. Start exploring. Start experimenting. One of the challenges that myself and two of the nutritionists who work with me, what we're doing is we're doing the 40 plant food challenge, which is where we're going to eat 40 different plant foods each week. Whole foods. It has to be whole foods, right? It doesn't count if it's, (laughs) you know, a piece of bread doesn't count. (laughs) It's got to be whole foods. Plant foods. So that includes all, you know, oh, I'm going to make a salad. I've been getting really into making salads with like 15, 16 different ingredients. Try it. Try making a salad with 15 or 16 different ingredients. Throw in some lentils or some chickpeas throw in some sunflower seeds, and now you have this amazingly interesting salad. And then you could have some meat if you want with that or fish or eggs or, you know, whatever floats your boat. That's going to make eating whole foods exciting. Do you have to go follow these fancy, complicated diets? No, for most of us, no. Get in the protein, the fiber, and the healthy fats that you need, and you are going to be ahead of most of the people out there who are following these crazy diets. One last food group, dairy. I mentioned, you know, the goat cheese or the sheep cheese or the, you know, the nice cheese that you get from Europe, which is usually less processed. Stay away from the sliced cheeses and the processed cheese foods and stick to those more artisanal type of cheeses. And if you're in the supermarket, stay away from milk and yogurt and those types of foods because they are I mean, I'm not saying don't ever eat them. I'm saying minimize them because they are ultra, ultra, ultra processed. That's the term, the term that's used, and you'll see it. Go to the store, look at the label, ultra pasteurized, homogenized, and then it's going to be usually low fat, right? Because God forbid we eat some fat. So this is a highly, highly processed food that is very sneaky because it looks it looks like it did when it came out of the cow, right? But it's a, it's a completely different food. Raw milk from the cow and what you're buying in the supermarket are are unidentifiable. They're not the same. And one of the things that's so tricky that they do is, you know, when you go to the supermarket and you see all that milk in the milk section, none of those, well, I shouldn't say none of those, any that are ultra pasteurized, they don't need to be refrigerated. They could be sitting on the shelf right next to the soy milk or the, or the uh, oat milk that you buy. It's just, a, it's just a scam to make you think that it's fresh, but it's not fresh. Once you open it, it'll ve- eventually go bad, but usually it takes weeks for it to go bad. Raw milk, you'll see it shifting and changing after three or four days. It never really goes bad either. It just ferments and turns into yogurt, <laughs> but uh, you know it, it changes, right? But this milk that you buy or the yogurt, it is dead. It is a dead food. Yeah, some of these companies, they dump in some probiotics and try to make it sound healthy. If you want probiotics, eat a lot of fiber and eat naturally fermented vegetables. You can find those in a lot of health food stores, right? Like fermented sauerkraut or carrots. Or I have this wonderful uh, beet and red cabbage uh, fermented thing that I add to my salad every single day. So don't believe the hype. There's a lot of scamming that's going on out there around what is healthy and what's not. And the first rule of thumb, the first question you want to ask is, is this a whole food? 
or is it processed? And if it is processed, how processed is it? Of course, all of us are going to allow some processed foods into our diets. It's It's all pretty much inevitable, right? But let's keep it to a minimum, 10%, 15% of what you eat. I'm telling you right now, put down the fancy diet books, start eating 85 to 90% of your intake being whole foods, and you are going to see an improvement in your health. And then from there, you can start, you know, being more creative. You know, if you have allergies or sensitivities, you can get creative, right? If you want to lose weight, there may be some strategies. There are a bunch of whole foods that are superfoods that help with your metabolism, right? But it doesn't have to be this crazy complicated thing because if you start eating whole foods, 85, 90% of your whole foods, of your food is whole food, and you're eating 40 different plant foods a week, and you're eating enough fiber for your body, which is probably at least 30, 35 grams a day, if not more, and you're eating enough protein for your body, which is about a gram of protein per pound, or, well, there's different ways to figure it out. But most women, you know, I'm five foot six and a half. I should be eating about 75, 85 grams of protein a day. Again, that's individual, right? But I'm just giving you some numbers to throw out there. Eating healthy fats. I don't need to eat a stick of butter and three avocados every day, right? To lose weight. <laughs> I can have a little butter with my eggs and throw a couple of spoonfuls of avocado in the salad and add some olive oil and eat some nuts and seeds, have some fish. <laughs> this is not rocket science again. And if you're doing that, you should see a shift in your body. And then you bring in some of those superfoods. And then you make sure that you're sleeping well at night and you're meditating and you're practicing breath work and you're managing your stress and you are physically active. Try moving for 300 minutes a week. Some of that should be exercise, but whatever. If you could just be either walking or hiking or exercising or you know being active 300 minutes a week and you're eating all those veggies and those whole foods, I promise you, your body is going to change unless you're already doing that. And if you're looking to really level up from there, we can help you with that as well. But so, yes, I'm here saying this is all the stuff that we do with our clients and we think it's awesome. We think it's simple as it should be. It's not some magic pill that we're trying to sell to you. This is the real deal stuff. This is how you improve your health. It's not a complicated diet that stresses you out. It's not nitpicking over, well, I can't, you know, I can have carrots, but I can only have three of them. And, you know, oh, a banana. Oh my God, it's a banana. Or, oh, I can't eat meat or I can't eat vegetables. (laughs) There's so many crazy diets out there. Set all of that aside and just have some expansiveness around food. Wouldn't it be nice to feel expansive around food? to walk into the supermarket and go, ah, look at all those vegetables. Look at all those fruits. Look at all that fish. There's like 20 different types of fish and there's 20 different types of meat. And I can choose some whole grains and some legumes. Maybe this week I'm going to have some lentils and chickpeas and next week I'm going to have black beans and cannellini beans. Wow. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. Relish in the whole foods because there's a lot. There's so much gastronomical excitement out there in whole foods. I mean, think about French cooking and Italian cooking. You go to an Italian person's house, especially in the countryside, my family's from Italy, 
they're not opening up cans and and buying pre-made mixes and stuff. They're cooking mostly from scratch, mostly. That's where we want to be. That's where the happiness is. That's where the expansiveness is. And that's where the health is. That's what your body needs. That's what your body is craving. So yes, I feel strongly about this because I think sometimes people think that it's got to be complicated, but it actually has to be simple. (laughs) It has to be simple and it has to be pleasurable. And then of course, there's that holistic perspective of making sure that you are coming at this from a place of love and gentleness to yourself. And that's why I I will invite you, we are doing the love challenge, which is starting on December 12th, 2022, next Monday. It's a free challenge. And we are, I'm going to introduce you to six steps that you can take to practice self-love. Because if there's one thing that I think we all know these days, we all know we should be loving ourselves and being kind to ourselves, but how the heck do we do it? Unfortunately, in our current day and age, the way that our world is set up, we actually need skills, tools. Tools is the better word. We need tools and we got to practice those tools until they become skills and we actually become skillful at practicing self-love and it becomes habitual, is a practice, is not something that just happens. It's a day-to-day kind of consciousness and awareness that happens. And when you do that, then you're taking your health to a whole nother level. I mean, this is, this is next level stuff. I just had to use that expression. <laughs> so eat the whole foods, pay attention to your body, and come join us in the Love Challenge. Thank you so much for listening today. 